they too heard the story of Jesus resurrecting Lazarus, and he became the number one topic among the masses. What do you think? Is Jesus coming to the festival? John 11, 56 and 57 tells us the chief priests and Pharisees had given orders that anyone who found out where Jesus was needed to report it because they wanted to arrest him. Welcome to the Parable Podcast. Thanks for joining Family Life on-air host Randy Snavely as he digs into the story lessons taught by the world's greatest teacher, Jesus. In this episode, it's part one of Better to Walk It Than to Talk It, the parable of the wise and foolish believers, taken from Luke 6, 46-49. Palm Sunday, the day of Jesus' triumphal entry into Jerusalem, is one of only 11 events recorded in all four Gospels. Matthew 21, verses 8-11. through 11. A very large crowd spread their cloaks on the road, while others cut branches from the trees and spread them on the road. The crowds that went ahead of him and those that followed shouted, Hosanna to the Son of David! Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord! Hosanna in the highest! When Jesus entered Jerusalem, the whole city was stirred and asked, Who is this? The crowds answered, This is Jesus, the prophet from Nazareth in Galilee. The days leading up to this moment found Jesus ministering frequently to others. He healed the blind, cured lepers, hung out with a tax collector named Zacchaeus, explained to his disciples a third time that he would soon be crucified, raised Lazarus from the dead, and on and on and on the group of people who gathered for Lazarus's funeral and witnessed his resurrection did what you and I would have done. It was so miraculous and so astounding, they couldn't keep quiet about it. When we see something or do something that astounds us, usually we let others know. This past summer, my brother-in-law and I were playing golf at the Bath Country Club, and hole 14 has an elevated tee with a sharp dog leg to the right. Trees block your view of the green, and there is water in front of it. Unless you can fly your tee shot 330 yards or more, you really can't cut the dog leg because your ball's going to end up in the water. Jack Nicholas's uncle was my dentist when I was a kid. And he used to tell me that when Jack played the Bath Country Club, he would cut that corner because he could hit the ball that far. But we mere mortals follow the fairway. Both Brent, my brother-in-law, and I hit nice tee shots. Then from 155 yards out, I hit my second shot into the hole. The eagle has landed. Brent went ballistic. He said, Rand, that went in the hole. Did you see it? That went in the hole. Well, I had seen it, but I wasn't as excited as he was because up to that point, I'd been playing very badly. He came over to our house about 10 minutes after I had gotten home, and he asked Christina if I had told her what I had done. She looked at me and then back at Brent and said, no, what did he do? And Brent looked at me and said incredulously, You didn't tell her? You gotta tell her! Tell her! So I did. 
You are listening to part one of Family Life's Parable Podcast, Better to Walk It Than to Talk It. It's taken from Luke chapter 6, verses 46 through 49. We talk about the miraculous. Now, my golf shot wasn't a miracle, but the way I play golf, it certainly was close to one. When Lazarus came out of that tomb, the people there were stunned. Everywhere they went after seeing Lazarus come to life again, they talked excitedly about it, and people had to see for themselves. John 12, 9 tells us that. As thousands of people began pouring into Jerusalem for Passover, they too heard the story of Jesus resurrecting Lazarus and he became the number one topic among the masses. What do you think? Is Jesus coming to the festival? John 11, 56 and 57 tells us the chief priests and Pharisees had given orders that anyone who found out where Jesus was needed to report it because they wanted to arrest him. Meanwhile, as Jesus and his disciples left Jericho and made their way to Jerusalem, they traveled along the border between Samaria and Galilee. The group stopped in Bethany for a few days to hang out with Lazarus, Mary, and Martha. During their meal together, Mary anointed Jesus' feet with fragrant oil and wiped his feet with her hair. Judas got upset with Mary for wasting the expensive perfume when it could have been sold and the money given to the needy. But Jesus put Judas in his place by saying, It was intended that she should save this perfume for the day of my burial. You will always have the poor among you, but you will not always have me. Before leaving Bethany, Jesus sent two of his disciples ahead to search for a donkey and to bring it to him. If anyone questioned their actions, the disciples were instructed to say the Lord needed the donkey and it would be returned promptly. Mark 11, 1-7 tells us the disciples did as they were told and brought the colt to Jesus. They threw their cloaks over it and Jesus rode the donkey to Jerusalem. Now, by this time, a large crowd of Jews who had been in Jerusalem for the festival had learned that Jesus had been staying with Lazarus and his sisters. Anxious to see Jesus and the man he had raised from the dead, the crowd headed to Bethany and Mass. But Jesus and his disciples were traveling to Jerusalem, and they met the throng while on their way. The crowd engulfed Jesus. They spread their cloaks and palm branches on the road and shouted, Hosanna, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Blessed is the King of Israel. Peace in heaven and glory in the highest. Blessed is the coming kingdom of our father David. Hosanna in the highest heaven. Naturally, the Pharisees get ticked off and they tell Jesus to shut everybody up. But Jesus informed them, that if he quieted the crowd, the rocks would cry out. This has been the Parable Podcast with Randy Snavely. Click the subscribe button so you'll know when new episodes are released. 
And be sure to check out Family Life's other original podcasts, including If That Makes Sense, Business by the Book, and Rise Up with Steve, Therese, and Tim. Family Life is a listener-supported ministry. Your partnership makes podcasts like this possible. Find out more at familylife.org.